Hey everyone. Today's topic is uh, Amanda and I have prepared the top five things that we think that women should know, um, probably stemming from our own life experiences. But um, each one of us has a list of five things and um, we're gonna let everyone know what we think they should know in life. Yeah, I'm excited for this topic. It's just fun to be able to like, I'm excited to hear what you have to say because we didn't talk about this ahead of time. So uh, we just came up with our five things on our own and we're gonna hear each other's for the first time. So what's your first piece of advice that you have for other women? Um, My first one is that you can't change anyone. Um, it's, it's so, it's such a easy, it sounds like it's an easy lesson and people nod their head when you say it, right? Yeah. But I know you can't change anyone, but until you're like living in it, you don't even realize that you're trying to change them or they're trying to change you and, and it doesn't work. It never works. And it's just such a source of so much, um, just in it, it, in relationships specifically, friendships and, and romantic relationships and parents and children. Um, it's such a powerful statement. Like if you just say that statement, you can't change anyone. You really can't. Like they have to want to change themselves. Like you can like, like give people advice or like try to support them, but you can't make anybody be something that they don't want to be or work on themselves or anything. Right. You can't, but you also can't get them to see what it is that you're seeing that you want changed. Right. True. So you, <laughs> right. If they, if they don't even see anything wrong with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the, that, oh my gosh. I have so much to say about that. <laughs> Just, it brings me back to my, I, my first marriage. I, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's your second one? Well, oh, well, so my your, first one, your first one. Yeah. My first one is that there's no knight in shining armor. And, oh. <laughs> yes. and so that is just my advice because there's nobody that's going to come into your life. It's kind of similar to yours in a way, but there's nobody that's going to come in and sweep in and make anything better or fix things for you or make provide you with the things you want in life. We always have this like idea that if someone comes along, they're going to make our life better or things are going to get so much better if this happens, but it really is internal. We have to like look at ourselves and say, what can I do to make my life better? How can I fix things? We're always pointing at like friends or blaming other people for like there are relationship problems or everything else when really there's nobody that's going to come in and fix it, but you. And so that's my first piece of advice. I totally agree with that being a very important piece of advice. Um, only because that goes into, um, it it begins this codependency theme that it seems like my five (laughs) center around where, when you are waiting for someone to come and save you, then you are instantly a victim. And then you're also dependent on that person. In one way, another 15 And they're ways. always going to disappoint you too. Yes. Yes. Not, it's never going to be the right thing. You know, right. it, for it to be right, you have to do it yourself because you're always like expecting this person to come in and to know what exactly you want and need and do all these things in reality. That's unrealistic and it's never going to happen. Nope. It, it won't. Well, it, it might, but they're going to try their hardest and you still, because you're not satisfied with what's going on with you. And you're looking outwardly for this person to fulfill that it's not going to work. It just never does. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Right. What's your, what's your second one? 
Um, love isn't always enough. Ooh, that's interesting. So this statement, love, love conquers all, drives me absolutely crazy. And the reason is because, um, and this goes across the board again for all, all relationships and connections that you have in life, but um, you can love someone and they still can't be right for you. Um, you can, you can love a family member, you know, deeply because of that family connection, but because of a, a, a trauma or a toxicity or something, you know, where your personalities just don't jive, you can't, you know, it, it doesn't surpass and, and ignore those toxic behaviors that either, in, you know, grate on you or they just really hurt you and they still hurt you. And so love doesn't always conquer all and it isn't always enough to save friendships, marriages, you know, a friend, you know, just family relationships. And- yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it makes me think of like those relationships where like people love each other, but they're on different life paths and yes. then they, they just can't, unfortunately love isn't enough for that. They're, they're, they're meant to go different directions. It's yep. kind of, yeah. But yeah, I mean, being- it applies to so many things, but for some reason that popped into my, my head. Definitely. That's a, it's a perfect example. Um, what's your second one? My second one is don't believe the lies you tell yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Definitely. is like, I don't know. I could probably just stop there with that one. It is like, we just constantly are so mean to ourselves, say all these ugly things. Like you're not good enough. You're never going to lose the weight. You're never going to get the job. You're never going to find the right man. You never whatever we ha- we tell ourselves lies every single day, like well, you're not yeah. pretty enough, whatever it is. And we like need to call ourselves on it. I mean, I always tell people, cause I worked in the mental health field for a while. We treat everybody else so much kinder than we do ourselves. If we could give ourselves the same love and compassion, we would like the people that we love the most, we would be totally different people, but we limit ourselves by the lies that we tell. Well, and I would say that you could flip that on its head and say um, that when you're telling yourself that you're better than other people or you're smarter true. than everyone in the room. Yeah, true. And, yeah, and that, that, <laughs> those are lies too. And they create just as many problems, just different. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, my, my third one is no one knows what the hell they're doing in this life. Oh my God. That's such a good one. Wow. That is so good. That is so true. I mean, no, I, nobody I, does. No. And having, you know, having four kids, um, and then having three step kids right now, currently, um, raising kids is the first thing that comes to mind as an example of this. And you've got all that you can read all the books in the world and all the advice, take all the advice from all your family members and friends. And it's still, you can sit there and look at that brand new baby. You just took home from the hospital lost as hell. Like, what am I going to do? I'm responsible for this, this thing to stay alive. <laughs> I know well, when, when you say that, what I think of is professional because my, I have a special needs daughter, but then I also work in the medical field and I've taken, just been to doctors and visits and you learn that nobody really knows. Nobody knows. Everybody's just trying to figure it out. Even as like educated as you could possibly be. I don't care how educated you are when it comes to like 
doing things in life, people don't always have the answers and, and nobody really knows and they're just doing their best. And so we often go to people, but they're still figuring it out too. So yeah, it's oh, that that's true. And when you go professional, my legal experience and the current legal field that I work in, I um I I can't tell you how many times you know attorneys have just you know, played it by ear on their oh, yeah. hearings yeah. or their, their trials. And, and they don't know, they don't know what they're doing. And they also don't know like what the judge is going to rule. Nobody does because everything is just based off of this little bit of law that sits there. And then you just kind of take your situation and throw it in there. But yeah, nobody does. Nobody knows. No, that is such good <laughs> advice because I think we often feel like everybody else has it all together and we're the only ones yes. just like, struggling and it's, it's comforting and also not comforting (laughs) to know that nobody else knows either. Well, it it is comforting because now if you, if you allow yourself to believe that you can give yourself the freedom and the grace to create your own thing, make up your own thing. And in the, the facade of social media, like everybody pretends like they know what they're doing and that they're experts on everything. And, (laughs) and so, yeah, you can just say, no, I'm going to do my own thing. Cause yeah. you, you did yours. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Everybody always has that advice and you should be doing this or that. And you mm-hmm. have to just trust yourself, especially if you feel like you you're confident enough to, that, you know, or this, it feels right for you. Yep. Okay. What's your third? My third one is you deserve happiness. Ooh. And, and I think, I don't know. I don't know. We, we like constantly like self-sabotage ourselves or like, limit ourselves or hold ourselves back in, I don't know if we just don't think that we deserve to be happy or what it is, but, um, I just feel like it's an important piece of advice that everybody should know that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be cared for. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to have a good life. And, and it's important to know that and remember that. I would, I would definitely agree that this is an important one, but I would say that this is a generational issue. Because I see my my grown children right now, they're in their 20s, or they're, one of them's 18, and they come out into this world thinking they're owed happiness and materialistic things that their parents have worked True, 20 years to have. And they think they should have it right now. And I see the young attorneys that um, decide once they get out of law school and they do, do their time, which is only a couple of years in some sort of public sector sector. You know, sector, then they, they decide, oh, I'm going to branch out and do my own, have my own law firm. And then they think they should have everything right then and there. And I've seen this multiple times. Um, and they want, they want all, they want the huge office and all the clients. And, and then they want in their personal lives, they want all the things they think they should be having instantly that come with having your own law firm, not understanding that it takes time to get those things. But, um, but yeah, it's, it, I think that it's, that's just a, an example, but I think that that might be something that our generation, our generation, you know, the people in their forties and fifties experiences a little bit more than the younger ones for some reason. Yeah. Do you think that, um, those things like bring them happiness? Do you think that's what makes them happy or that they just feel like they're owed things? I don't, I'm not sure. I think, I do think that they believe things and stuff make them happy. I've seen it more frequently than in our generations or when I was growing up anyway. Um, and maybe it's a lesson for them later on, but, um, 
but yeah, it's, I don't see them trying to hold back. I don't see my kids trying to hold back the happiness from themselves the way that we did and the way that we do still, where we have to, we have to tell ourselves right. they, that we're They're a little worthy. bit more selfish in they're They're okay. Like saying what they want and need and well, they, yeah, and they're self-confident. They believe coming out in this world, I am owed this, and but I deserve it. And and I never did that. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely I'm not. Still, I'm still on the self-love and, and self-worth journey, and I'm 45. So. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right, so what's your next one? Um, my next one is that men really are that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many arguments I had like 10, 15, 20 years ago with men always trying to figure out what they're thinking and, and, and going deeper into what they're, what they said all the time. And they're like, no, 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 just back it up. That's not what I meant. And that isn't where I went with that. And I really meant what I said. And it took me until now and having the husband I have now to realize that they were right. I, I was the one. <laughs> was the, the first time I experienced this, I have the funniest story for this. I was in high school and I was dating some guy, like one of my first boyfriends and we were driving in the car and I was like going on and on about, and I was like, like, just like these really in-depth conversation, like questions, like, like, what do you think about this? And like, I don't remember. It was just like, really like, complicated and going in and out of all these like thoughts that I was going through my head about something I don't remember but I remember he goes Amanda I don't think about or like he just basically cut me off and was like that's way like way more thought than I've ever put into anything in my life and I stopped like I was like literally confused like stopped in my track and like I remember thinking what the heck (laughs) How has all these thoughts never, like, it was like a slap in the face at the moment. Yep. Cause I was like, wow, that he really doesn't think about all that stuff that I do. And I, I'm not saying that there's not certain men that don't think complicated stuff, but I can't remember at the time. I just remember thinking, I just way overanalyzed something that he just really just looked at it for what it was. And, and that, that was like the first time I realized we totally are just different species (laughs) but yes it's such a great it's it is true yeah I think we women do like sit around and think about what are they thinking especially when you're dating like is and we're like and they're not they're not thinking about any of that Mm -mm. (laughs) nope nope I I uh, definitely overanalyzed and thought what thought my own thoughts but also thought his thoughts as well for him all the the deep diving and then discovered, you know, just within the last probably four years that nobody was thinking those thoughts. I was creating, creating a reality that didn't exist. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. How about yours? Okay. So this might be a generational one then too, because it kind of goes a little bit with the last one, but it's basically invest in yourself. Like take the time to like do the things that you want to do and like develop your inner self, like, um, start uh, like the business, go on the trips, like take the, go on the adventures, like do the adventurous things, like, like don't just jump into life and like, think you have to like follow this path of like going to college and, and (laughs) 
you know, like the turn, like invest in you and like what you want to do and like really explore that and like learn the thing or learn the language or like, you know, really get to know yourself and invest in like that's the stuff that you want to do, not what society or people have told you to do. Yeah, I would, I would totally agree that this is a generational thing. Um, only saying that um, certain generations like Gen Xers for sure, but like early millennials need this advice because I feel like mid millennial and forward don't need um don't need to be told that anymore they're they're branching out they're not going to college they're going True, to trade right? school they're you know they're not we were told this is the way to do it you know you go to college you get you find a career you get married or you get married while you're in college one or the other but you get married you have kids and then there's nothing for you until retirement right like they don't talk about all the big, huge spans of things that were going to happen to you after you've had children. It's like, okay, now what? Right. Right. And, and I think another piece to this would be, it's never too late to invest in yourself Yes, because yes. I think we get, I think when we're young, that's the time, like we're told to like explore and go on adventures and do this, but then we get like caught up in the life and we get a family and we have kids and we kind of lose ourselves. And I know even like older people, like, um, my mom's age, my mom's 72, I feel like in a sense, they almost feel like it's too late for them or like, uh, you know, absolutely. I've, I've yes. seen this so much with so many people, like their life is coming to an, it, it trust me. I, I, I think of my, I put, I am empathetic in that. I imagine myself at this point thinking, wow, there's not much time left for me, you know? And it is like a, not a fun feeling, but the thing is, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow none of us are. You can't sit and say, oh my gosh, my life's going to end. So I should just quit, you know, because my life could end tomorrow or next week. And so I can't live like that. I think we should never quit investing in ourselves, trying to make ourselves a better person, doing what we can for ourselves, improving ourselves, doing the things that we want to do. You know, I think yeah. it's just so important. I think, and I think we need the advice, this advice, because our parents didn't tell us go to college because it gives you a good education and then you can grow from there. They didn't say that. They said, go to college because it's, I didn't go to college and it's the right thing to do and you'll make more money. I mean, that's, right. you know, that's what we were told. That was the focus was you right. go to college because I didn't go to college and it's such a great accomplishment. It's just this great thing, but they don't like it express like all the other important things like go to college and then build a business with that education or right. create you know create something out of it or make it the first stepping stone for and so they don't they didn't um they didn't take it that next step and show True. you yeah because you. I think we yeah. I know I went to college and I felt like that well then that was it I was just like that's what I was doing but yeah what I've learned is that's just the beginning. Like yes. you can keep building from that, that you don't have to just be, let's just say, you know, you go to college and you become a lawyer or a doctor and then people stop and then that's just what they are. But really you don't have to stay there. You can build from that. You know, maybe you don't like being a lawyer. Maybe you want to use those skills to like build it into something different, or I don't know. It's, I feel like we were told to go to college and then work, but it was like you said, it was just yeah. like, that was it. And then then there's nothing to look forward to. It's like, there's no growth after that. It's like, this is it. I'm done. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and it's so funny because, um, everyone says that our parents' uh, generation was, is so selfish. Um, and I've heard that a lot, but in reality, they didn't, they weren't really selfish. Maybe they were selfish later in life, um, for themselves, but 
they they weren't they just followed they did what their parents told them to do or what you know what was done um and then they didn't they didn't remember about themselves they didn't go back inside themselves and create an importance a sense of importance about themselves right that's um, so true and so they didn't they couldn't pass that on to us and so no, that's they, why that's why that advice is so good for us because we we're missing that that's something we're missing but yeah. our, our our kids they're they're not missing it I promise you <laughs> yeah they've so, got it yeah. <laughs> so maybe we it. maybe we overdid it for them because we lacked it so much yeah maybe yeah maybe yeah that's interesting <laughs> okay so your turn I think yep my last one um so I'm going to come full circle and this is going to come back to the codependency topic um subtopic uh learn to love yourself early on to avoid any codependency traps that you might fall into. Wow. That's funny. Cause mine is really similar. My last one, mine is lovers, love yourself for who you are and where you are now. Yeah. Uh, because I think we're always wishing that we were something that we're different. Like it starts when you're young, like you can't wait to turn 16. It's like this never, and then I can't wait to be until I'm 21. And then I can't wait till I graduate college. And it's always like, I can't wait till I get married like this, this next thing. Or I, I can't wait till I lose the next 10 pounds. Like right. we're never happy with where we're at. It's always like this constant disconnect. Yeah. Well, and and I think that loving yourself early on, um, being in the moment is great. I love that idea. But loving yourself early on, before you start getting into relationships where, mm -hmm. you know, life, life altering relationships um, is so important because then you know who you are and then you know exactly what, and you'll be a different person at each phase and stage in your life, but you'll know when you're loving yourself, when you change, you'll be on top of it. And you'll know what you need from a relationship, a friendship, a, a parent, um, a, a, a lover or a husband or a wife. Um, you, you know what you need from them, but you don't depend too much on them. Yeah, right? that kind of reminds me of my post I posted on Facebook, but it was just basically that, that same concept of the person that comes into your life is going to compliment your life. I think we look to that person to like provide so much, but if you love yourself first, like you said, then when they come in, it's just a compliment. It just amplifies what you already have. But if you yep. don't love yourself, then you're expecting so much from them that they can't live up to. And it's like, too much. They, it's and too it much. breaks, it breaks the whole relationship when you put that pressure on that other person. It does. Um, yeah. And then also um, what I'm seeing in um, all of the family law that I am currently uh, in the middle of, what I see is that people put on facades to be someone they think that the other person wants in the early in the relationship. And then they have to, and then they feel like they're forced to maintain that facade. Right. And, and that's not who they are. Right. And, and then, so then, then they become they unhappy. Yep. And then they're unhappy and they don't even know why they're unhappy. Now they wouldn't have done that facade if they already loved themselves and were strong in who they were and knew who they were and said, Oh, you want this person? Well, I can't be that person. So I guess we can't, you know, keep going with this. Um, instead they're so desperate for the relationship or the whatever, you know, that they create a, a facade and then it, the whole entire relationship becomes false. Right. Off of that. Right. And I think the hard thing mm -hmm. is, first of all, even knowing that you don't 
don't love yourself because I think people think, well, I I love myself, you know, but I think it's really like being honest with yourself. And then it's, it's really a journey of like discovery and self-reflection and and figuring out like, what do I need to feel happy in life? And what do I need out of myself? But then also what do I need from my partner and that kind of thing? It's, but so I don't think a lot of us do that because when we're young, we don't think of that stuff. No, is that guy cute? (laughs) You know, like you don't really think, do I love myself? You know, (laughs) no, it's true. And then you sit here like me at 45 years old and go, oh, so it turns out I'm going to do everything backwards and I'm going to love myself now. And I have to undo, I'm peeling onion after, you know, onion layer after onion layer, realizing every couple of months, I realized something new about why it is I didn't actually don't actually love myself. And then you do the work of having to figure out how to love yourself, which is, I will tell you the hardest thing in the world, when you're also trying to work a a very time consuming and emotionally consuming job in the legal industry, and raise, you know, five kids, yeah, and maintain a home. And run a business. Yeah, it's impossible. So I just say, do it early before you have all those responsibilities because <laughs> yeah, definitely work on that, that self-love. Yeah. Right away. But so do you think that, because you talk about the generational stuff, do you think that, so I, I don't know if, if that really is happiness and self-love, I think it's more selfishness. What, what is that the younger generations have? Cause you- um, yeah, it's immature um, selfishness or jumping right in. And um, I would say, I would say, yes, definitely. It's not self. I don't know if they're it's- necessarily more self-aware. Yeah. I think it's-, it's more. Cause I think they're still going to have these same issues that we have. Absolutely. Because they're, I, I they're agree. looking at those material things and the stuff that they expect from everyone else. And they're not doing the inner work. It's like, everybody else needs to provide me with all this and everybody else needs to do this, but they're not stepping in and doing it. Those things for themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, know, I mean, to- it's true. I agree with that, um, with that perspective, but you have to love yourself in order to think that you're entitled to have those things. Right. And, Maybe. and to, and and you think highly of yourself, I guess. So maybe it's an arrogance. Maybe it's not a self-love. Maybe it's just an arrogance. Um, and that, of course, is going to cause, uh, create a whole. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's an issues. interesting topic for sure. Uh, <laughs> probably more complicated than what, than what we realized, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, top 10 things that yeah. women need to know, should know based on our mistakes, but also, (laughs) but just life in general. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, some of them have been things that, you know, they're things we've succeeded at, that they're like, yeah, that's what you need to do. But lots of years, lots of years of experience under our belts for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll probably go into some of the, more of these topics on another, another time, but I think this is, this is a great discussion and great 10 pieces of advice for for women. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll see you on the next episode. All right. Bye. Bye.